I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. Uh, we're just wrapping up our broadcast. I've uh, been here live all day today at the American Legislative Exchange Council Conference in downtown Salt Lake City. And uh, we've had just a, a great uh, array of, of guests from some of our Utah legislators, uh, including uh, Lincoln Fillmore, if you just uh, missed our last segment with Senator Fillmore. We also had Senator Evan Vickers uh, join us early in the day talking about why he comes to this conference and uh, what the role is of these kinds of conversations. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Kira Brooklyn joined us. Uh, great conversation uh, about what she learns and, and how to really make sure we're pushing things to the local level and why that matters, especially with the divisive nature of where we are in the country. Uh, so as we round out our coverage today, just a, a couple of takeaways for uh, from me uh, in terms of seeing this take place. Again, I think this is uh, one of the great conferences because it really showcases uh, how legislation can be done, how people can use best practices, uh, lessons learned from other states. And I also love the fact that this is a real opportunity for Utah to shine once again as a laboratory of democracy where a free market economy and strong institutions of civil society uh, help us to create better policy, better legislation, uh, better laws, and better support systems and structures for the people of the state of Utah. And so to me, those are all very exciting things that take place in conferences like this. It was interesting, the, uh, the conference kicked off, as uh, we mentioned in hour number one, uh, with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, who many of you have been uh, watching on uh, national media uh, a lot of late for a host of reasons, uh, everything from the uh, the tragedy, of course, that was the Florida condominium collapse and uh, his role and leadership there. Uh, also, he's been very vocal as it relates to the pandemic and mask mandates and vaccinations and economies, keeping them open. And he shared a lot of uh, his philosophy in terms of who should make those decisions. And again, regardless of where you fall on that scale, I think it is important to, to really think through who who's making the decisions, how are they making the decisions, how politicized are the decisions, and which of those decisions should actually be pushed to families and to individuals. And so it was interesting to have Governor DeSantis, uh, who obviously gets mentioned regularly as a possible 2024 presidential candidate. Uh, you can definitely see him in that space. 
And, uh, you know, rumors about that are always uh, good things for politicians. And Governor DeSantis, DeSantis is no different there in terms of being able to uh, play the political field in terms of a lot of these conversations. Uh, but the, the conversation that has uh, really hit me the most today was a, a speech delivered early on this morning uh, by the lieutenant governor from North Carolina, uh, Mark Robinson, uh, African-American, a uh, great story individually. He is a rising star uh, for the Republican Party. And he, to me, framed out what I hope every elected official at every level is thinking about every day. So I want to play back just uh, a few of the remarks. Again, this is Mark Robinson, Lieutenant Governor from North Carolina, speaking here in Salt Lake City today uh, to members of state legislatures from around the country. We're going to give you an education system that truly educates you and gives you the tools that you need to succeed to pursue your happiness in this great nation. And then secondly, we are going to build an economy that works for everyone. As I said, from your street to Wall Street and every street in between, we're going to make sure that economy is successful for you. Can't be done without everybody joining in together. It can't be done without all the voices at the table. No voice, no voice, either right or left, dictating the conversation. Because our economy never stops. Our education system will never stop. Our energy problems will never stop. These are not arguments, folks. They need to be conversations. Be conversations. Conversations where well-meaning people who want thoughtful solutions come together to find those solutions for everyone. Again, that's uh, Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson from North Carolina speaking uh, today at the Grand America. Uh, I love how he said that the economy takes everyone, that all voices are required to have a thriving economy, not just those from the right, not just those from the left, uh, but all voices need to be able to come together to create an economy and a society uh, where everyone can rise. Uh, I want to sneak in one last uh, quote here from, uh, again, Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson from North Carolina, where he really challenged these elected officials uh, to be the kind of servant leaders that can make a difference for the country. Whether you be a governor or whether you be a state representative or state senator or whether you're a city council member or a school board member, it doesn't matter if you're a servant of the people the very first thing within your mind should be to serve those people and to lead those people with a better city, a better state, and a better nation than you found, no matter how great it is. Because I said, somebody did it for us. It's time for us to return to favor. That is Lieutenant Governor of North Carolina, Mark Robinson, uh, speaking at the American Legislative Exchange Council meeting here in downtown Salt Lake City today. Uh, I love that he concluded his remarks today by challenging all of these elected officials to be servant leaders, to recognize that uh, someone was helpful to them. And now in their roles as elected officials, they have the responsibility to return the favor uh, and to make sure that everyone has that opportunity. And to me, it really goes back to uh, to Abraham Lincoln. You know, Abraham Lincoln, uh, in talking to Congress, said that, that, that government does have a role, but that that role, while limited, 
the role of government is to you know remove uh, the the blocks and the barriers uh, to that path of laudable pursuit. Uh, to really give everybody an unfettered start and a fair chance in the race of life. And I think that is the role of government, is you can make sure that we do have that level playing field, that everyone gets a a, a fresh start, a fair start, uh, and a fair chance. And too often, uh, government gets in the way of a lot of those things. And often in our rush to alleviate the suffering of some, we often create uh, suffering for others. And uh, it's one of the things that uh, Senator Lincoln Fillmore from Utah said uh, about unintended consequences. One of the reasons to have conversations amongst legislators is if you've been down the path, you know what some of the barriers are and you can learn what some of the unintended consequences might be from a particular piece of legislation. And that's an important thing. Uh, We waste a lot of time and a lot of money in government because we don't think it all the way through to the end, or we are so certain that we have the right answer to all the problems uh, that we jam something through. And uh, we're going to continue to watch what leadership is and what leadership is not. Uh, We talked to Steve Hayes today from the dispatch uh, about the uh, commission, uh, the committee hearings that are taking place, the January 6th commission, and how politicized that has become already And will that prevent us from getting to the kind of truth and transparency we want out of that kind of investigation? Uh, We're also keeping our eye very close on the uh, infrastructure bill. Bipartisan bill is in text now. Watch tonight, folks. Watch to see what comes out of the vote in the Senate tonight. Uh, Much more to come when it relates to spending in America. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for listening to KSL News Radio's Inside Sources. And as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.